Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collective. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we <clears throat> kick off 2011 with the Sweet Life movie. Yeah, this came out March 25th, 2011. It's another one of our shows that made a movie, Decom. This is not the finale, though. No, it's not. It's just like an extended episode. And unfortunately, it's the Sweet Life on Deck movie, not the yeah. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody movie. Which we all know that, is superior. Yeah, if it were that, I think this would have been a lot better. I definitely watched, like, all of The Sweet Life on Deck, but I, like, I knew it was not as good. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you are stupid, <laughs> The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was a show that starred Dylan and Cole Sprouse. They were twins. They lived in, like, the equivalent of, like, the Plaza Hotel, but in Boston. Excuse my dog. She's squeaking on some squirrels. Um, we had Zach and Cody, their single mom, Carrie, who was the lounge singer so they could live there for free. There was Maddie, the candy counter girl. I've literally never seen a candy counter in a hotel lobby before. Maybe I just haven't been to a rich enough hotel. I don't know. There was London, the daughter of the owner of the hotel, Mr. Mosby, the manager, Esteban, the bellboy, Arwen, the maintenance man, a, bun a bunch of crazy characters. And then, as the twins got older, um... <laughs> The Tipton Hotels opened up a cruise line, <clears throat> and Maddie left the show, and their mom left the show, and so did the people who worked at the hotel. Uh, but Mr. Mosby followed them to the ship, so did and so did London because she was still in high school. They attended Seven Seas High School on the SS Tipton, mm -hmm. and then we got a whole bunch of new characters. But it it, it was not the same. <laughs> yeah, it went down a lot. We got Bailey. I thought she was a fun character. Bailey was fun. Yeah, there was Woody, and I think the other one's name was Doc or something. Is that right? I was saying, yeah, there was the kid who was, like, a former one-hit wonder, and his song was called Retainer Baby. <laughs> I feel like his name was Doc, but maybe I'm wrong. That might have been the actor's name. Oh, maybe. I don't but remember. But I just remember the song was like, Retainer Baby, Retainer Baby. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, like, a whole big deal, because he was like, oh, you know my secret. I am the one, I am the guy who's saying retainer baby. But he wasn't there for the whole show. He was only there for, like, a season. This is not related to The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or The Sweet Life on Deck, but today, you know, whenever Raven does a one-man show, like, about the chimney sweeps and that's so Raven? <laughs> yeah. The song from that got stuck in my head today, and Maddie had no idea what I was talking about. I couldn't name the song. Maybe if you sang it, I might know it, but... I, I can't know. think of it now, but it was stuck oh. in my head earlier. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I noticed this whenever I was watching the movie. So, in between The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and The Sweet Life on Deck, the twins' voices dropped, because they were at that age or whatever. And so, like, whenever they're in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, they talked really normally, but in The Sweet Life on Deck, they talk so weird. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, so, like, in the movie, Cody's like, I wrote this letter for Bailey. But he, the way he says it, he's like, I wrote this letter for Bailey. <laughs> like, and I'm not exaggerating. I don't think it's quite that bad, <laughs> but I think they were trying to, like... It was a choice. It I, was a no, choice. I think that's part of, like, Cody's character, because he's supposed to be, like, anxious yeah. <laughs> and very, like, thorough and thought out. I didn't out. notice it, at the, but, like, after, like, seeing them in, like, other projects after they've grown and watching this movie, I was like, why are they talking like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'll start us off. Um, obviously this movie stars Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Um, they are child actors, so they've been acting since they were kids. So I have some stuff that they did together, either playing twins or both playing one character. Mm -hmm. I did not write down which was which, so they were in Big Daddy. I believe that was one character. 
They, uh, yeah, played one character. They were in an episode of That 70s Show. They played two characters in that. They were in I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. I think that was one. I think one. Um, Just for Kicks, which is like this really weird movie where they're on a soccer team. I know I've seen parts of it. <laughs> they were, they played uh, twins. And then The Prince and the Pauper, which was a Prince and the Pauper movie with Kay Panabaker when they were like 12. Never seen that one. Um, so then we have Dylan Sprouse. Uh, he has recently only just got back into acting. He played Zach. Um, do you remember that terrible movie we watched where he was, like, obsessed with his teacher? Uh, was I there when we watched that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything about it except it sucked, but yeah. Um, and then he was in After We Collided, which I think is, like, a franchise of terrible, like, Wattpad movies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I saw that, too, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Um, and then we have Cole Sprouse, who was Cody. He was Ben in Friends. Uh, Dylan was never Ben, which surprised me. I always thought both of them played him, but it was just Cole. Um, he is obviously Mr. Jughead Jones in Riverdale. Oh my god. <laughs> some great moments, some terrible moments. Mostly terrible Mostly moments. terrible. <laughs> the only great moment, and even, this is gonna sound bad if you haven't seen Riverdale, but imagine this. It's Cole Sprouse. He's just joined his dad's gang. He's putting on a leather jacket. This is right right after he got hot and steamy with Betty Cooper. As fucking Imagine Dragons. The fucking beat drops. He puts his jacket on. And like the the motorcycle revs. It's in slow motion. When when We were 20, we were 20 somethings watching this. This Rewinding it. Playing it again and again. Like five times in a row. We were stone cold sober too. We were just like, let's watch it again. It's embarrassing. I'm not embarrassed. It's... I'm embarrassed. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. I will literally go look it up and watch it again. <laughs> Cole Sprouse, if you're out there, <laughs> hit us up. Um, he was also in, like, a stupid, like, Fault in Our Stars ripoff, where I think they had, like, uh, what's the... Cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis. I almost said, like, what's the bread It's called one? Five Feet Apart. <laughs> I've never seen it, I was but... like, but what's the base motel she had? I couldn't think of it. Cystic fibrosis. Um, so yeah. I wanted to talk about Cole Sprouse because... <laughs> I knew this was coming. In 2012, if you were on Tumblr in 2012, I'm sorry you are entitled to financial compensation, but, um, I was all over Tumblr in 2012, and Cole Sprouse made a Tumblr, right? If you know, you know. But if you don't, I'm going to tell you. So he made a Tumblr. It was called Culture Concept. He was um, an archaeology or anthropology major at yeah. NYU. And so this Tumblr just started out as, like, a photo blog. Like, if you know Cole Sprouse now, he's, like, a photographer. Um, and so it started out as just a photo blog. And people would, like, send him asks, like, anon asks and stuff like that. And he would answer them. And so it slowly started becoming, like, oh, he'd have these, like, funny replies. And people kind of liked it. So he basically started, like, shit posting on Tumblr. Just, like, posting ridiculous stuff. And everyone thought he was, like, so funny. And it was, like, so cool. Because it was, like, oh, my God, we grew up watching him on, like, The Sweet Life. And now and, he's like, just, like. And, he wasn't, neither him nor Dylan and were, like, acting at this point. This was, yeah, like, they were right in after college. The Sweet Life ended and they were both attending NYU. Yeah, so he was in college and it was just like, whoa, he's, like, one of us. Yeah, so neither of them were, like, constantly in the press. Yeah, so, like I said, just posting all this stuff, whatever, he had, like, a bunch of followers because, yeah. And so, one day, he posts this post. It is the most pretentious thing I have ever read to this day. Did you look at it? I, I, I will link, there is a Reddit post that describes this whole thing. I will link it for you guys in the description in case you want to go and read it all. But basically, he's just, like, talking about, like, 
I uh, am studying humans. I'm an archaeology major, <laughs> and I will be leaving this platform. This was all a social experiment. It, it had a lot more. Like I said, it was very pretentious. I think it was like three, four paragraphs long. And then after that, he literally just, like, never posted again. He went to Twitter and would talk about how he was on Tumblr. And he was basically like, I trolled all of you guys. You're so stupid. My social experiment. And then and it just Tumblr became... went crazy. It became the biggest meme on Tumblr. Yeah. It was just, like, everything was, like, a it's, social it's experiment. Social experiment. <laughs> I, like, got on Tumblr, like, right after that happened. And I remember, like, you and Maddie explaining it to me. They were like, you were like... Oh, he had a blog, but it was, like, a social experiment. <laughs> I, no, I, because I followed him. Like, I saw the whole thing happening live on <laughs> Tumblr, and I lost, I, everyone I followed was just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I. The greatest betrayal of our recent times. Sarah, <laughs> you'll have to let me know, but I feel like we had a conversation about this, because I know Sarah was also big into Tumblr. It may not have been, but I feel like we did, so. Harry and the royal family, nah, it's Cole Sprouse and his Tumblr followers. It was, it was so funny. So, I mean, that's just what I want to talk about. Every time I think of Cole Sprouse, I can't not think of that. Like, do you think he ever cringes thinking about that? I think he's still probably like, mm, I got them so good. I don't know. Apparently, he also dated, like, someone who was Tumblr famous, like, some girl for a while. Her name was Brie. I don't know her last name. Um, and then there were, like, yeah, I don't know. I There's know, other stuff like, in the Reddit article. There were, like, allegations of something. So, look into that. But I don't know. So. <laughs> I remember some, like, famous names, like, usernames from Tumblr, but I couldn't tell you anyone. Was it culture concept? No. <laughs> culture spelled coal, in case you didn't catch that. Ooh, good one. Do you think that's why he chose anthropology? <laughs> no, I think he chose this because he was an anthropology major. Oh, I was saying, do you think he chose anthropology because his name is, like, culture? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, we meet again Brenda Song, Debbie Ryan, and Phil Lewis, who we've all already met. Uh, I think this is the last time we see Brenda Song, which is sad. She just had a baby with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> she was dating Trace Cyrus before that. Yeah. Uh, good for her. <laughs> I think her and Macaulay Culkin fit together a little bit better than her and Trace Cyrus. <laughs> Do you think she went to, like, Cyrus family functions? I hope so. <laughs> I hope she was like, hey, Miley. Like, hey, remember the Disney Channel games? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> we, beat you, we beat your team so good. <laughs> Um, so next we have John Ducey, who played Dr. Spaulding. He's one of those guys who's, like, been in everything, including Frasier, Scrubs, Allie McBeal, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Yes, Dear, Malcolm in the Middle, Drake and Josh, My Name is Earl, Will and Grace, How I Met Your Mother, Desperate Housewives, Hot in Cleveland, Rules of Engagement, Bones, Melissa and Joey, iCarly, and Castle. But he may be most recognizable to you, dear listeners, as the Jonas Brothers' dad, in the Jonas TV series. <laughs> I saw that he was a regular on that, but I, again, I think I've seen two episodes of that. I couldn't tell you a single I remember thing. watching it, and I remember, like, being like, oh, like, that guy looks familiar. And also thinking to myself, he looks way too young to be Kevin's dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have Matthew Glade, who played Dr. Olsen. Again, it's one of those guys who's been in everything. There's a lot of overlap between these two. Uh, he was in NCIS, Narcos, Race and Frankie, American Horror Story, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mad Men, Hawaii Five-0, Shameless, Shake It Up, Argo, Criminal Minds, Desperate Housewives, Medium, Nick Tuck, My Name is Earl, West Wing, Will and Grace, <laughs> ER, X-Files, Touched by an Angel, Charmed, NYPD Blue, The Wedding Singer, Doogie Howser, and Cheers. Speaking of medium, I was at work today and I overheard someone be say, like, I'm a medium. 
And I was like, what? Why would they just, like, announce? What are they talking about? She's a medium? Oh, my God. But they were looking at t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, like that's her, what I assumed. Her size was a medium. I don't know why my mind initially was, like, Teresa Caputo. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my mom saw Teresa Caputo live. <laughs> Um, that's all I have for people. Yeah. It's not a very big cast. No. I mean, there's, yeah, there's two people who matter I was expecting this, this to be, like, a bigger event, but like I said, it's, it's literally just an extended episode. Like, yeah, this movie is really a letdown. Like, That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana is exponentially better than this is. It's true. So. We don't talk about Wizards on Deck with Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so shall we begin? Yeah. So, we start out with a panning shot of the SS Tipton, more of the boat than we have ever seen before. <laughs> yeah, Cody's writing a letter to Bailey with a quill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's casual. He, like, finishes up this letter, he goes and buys her a rose, and then he goes into the kitchen. Yeah, Apparently, he just takes he's just, the food! He's just allowed to go back there. He's, like, putting parsley on it himself, and yeah. he carries They already the have, like, these two, like, pieces of, like, plates of chicken, and then he's like, okay, I'll just sprinkle on some seasoning, and I'll be on my way. Yeah, so he carries it over to their table, and that's whenever Zach is, like, standing on, like, a little thing above this area, this deck where Cody is. He and Woody are there. And Woody is Cody's roommate. He was introduced in the first episode of Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, and they ask Cody why he hasn't told Bailey about the internship over spring break yet, and Cody's like, well, I'm going to. That's why I have this letter that I'm going to give her, because I can't tell her to her face, because I'm a coward. Because <laughs> she'll probably punch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, Zach is, comes to talk to him, and he's, oh, Cody says, okay, Cody says that they've made all of these special plans over spring break. Never once was he like, hey, I'm busy over spring break. He just let her make these plans. Maybe he applied not thinking that he would get it. And I, then it was, like, right before spring break when he found out. Also, how long is their spring break? Spring break is a week. Yeah. And that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so, Zach offers to break the news to Bailey in exchange for Cody giving him the car that mom and dad promised Cody for getting into college. Yeah, mom and dad gave just Cody a car. Yeah. <laughs> Zach gets nothing, apparently. Zach didn't get into college. <laughs> but he gets nothing? <laughs> I guess. Uh, Cody says no, and then they start fighting over the letter, which causes Cody to drop the letter and, like, float through the wind and land on another deck. Yeah. So, Cody gets angry at Zach, and Zach and Woody leave. Yeah. And then we see Cody Co and Bailey. Yeah, we cut to Cody escorting Bailey to dinner. Bailey starts talking about all their spring break plans in Northern California. And as Cody is about to tell Bailey, Woody like lowers Zach down on a life preserver, like over the deck. Yeah, so Zach is hanging, like, off the side of the boat on a preserver, and again, he's saying, like, the same thing. He's like, oh, you haven't told her yet that you have an internship? And he just, like, <laughs> Yeah, so Zach is the one who breaks the news to Bailey. Yeah. So Bailey is angry and leaves before Cody can say that his internship um, will help him get a scholarship to Yale. Yeah. I don't know why that would, like, necessarily change what she's mad about, but I guess. Well, maybe because she might think the internship is, like, doesn't count for anything. I guess. Um, so, Cody and Mr. Mosby are at the Pacific Northwest Marine Biology Reserve. I'm assuming that Cody needed a chaperone, and that's why Mr. Mosby is there with him. Yeah, but also, uh, Zach and London are there as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, Cody gets there, and he meets Dr., um, Spalding. Yeah, Spalding. And they start talking and bonding over science and nerdy things, 
Uh, he starts showing them around, and that's whenever Zach sees a cute girl, so he walks off with her, of course. Um, uh, yeah, so Cody, Mr. Mosby, and the doctor all... Oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Zach follows the pretty girl into this, like, restricted staff area and starts talking to her, and she's just like, you want to operate that off-limits submarine? Yeah, and Zach's just like, yeah, sure. Um, so over in the lab, um, we learned that Cody's application essay was all about having a twin, and we learned that Dr. Spaulding briefly mentions that he also has a twin who's stupid and not as smart as him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dr. Spaulding is working on using jellyfish DNA to allow dolphins to communicate telepathically just by feeding them this substance. Cody um, says that this could change the world, and that's whenever Mr. Mosby notices that Zack is gone, and he goes to find him. Um, for, before we switch the scene, um, Dr. Spaulding and Cody are talking about, like, his research, and they, like, look at this, uh, little dolphin that's, like, in the tank, he's, like, a friend, and Dr. Spaulding's like, oh, like, we're so close to this, and Cody goes, how close are you? And the doctor goes, why, what have you heard? insinuating that he might be too close to the dolphin. Yeah, they do a couple of those. I think because this was supposed to be for older kids, but it's not funny. Some of it did make me laugh. <laughs> I didn't think it was very funny. Um, so, we the pretty girl's name is Nellie, encourages Zach to operate the personal submarine. Um, Mr. Mosby finds him and tries to get him to stop, but he doesn't. So, Zach appears, like, underwater in the tank behind Cody and Dr. Spaulding in the lab. Um, so Cody decides to get in the sec the second submarine to go get him? Yeah. That's your fault, Cody. I don't know why they thought that would be a good idea, but they start fighting underwater, and then they are, like, they're fighting in their little, like, pod things. They end up breaking the glass wall where, like, all that, the like, dolphins are. That, like, separates the tank from the sea. Yeah, and they have to inject eject themselves out of the pods before they get, like, swept up into the current. Yeah, so Cody gets fired from his internship, and he tells Zach he'll never forget him, and that he hates him. And he says, we may be twins, but we are not brothers. Yeah. Um, so also, we see this janitor who was, like, watching them earlier. He watches them walk away, and Nellie comes up, and she's like, oh, did I do a good job? And the janitor's like, yeah. So, ooh, what's going on with so this janitor? So we learned that Nellie wasn't just, like, being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, why she did that? Right, there was a plan there. Uh, so... Uh, Bailey is out shopping, and she's venting to London. She is ignoring Cody's call because he needs to know what it feels like to be ignored. And, uh... I mean, that's the end of the scene. She just complains about that. Yeah, we also see London casually talk to a dolphin. Or the crabs? Or is that later? Yeah. No, she's talking to the dolphin. We skipped over the part where she ate the dolphin food because yeah. I didn't think it was important it at wasn't. first. Yeah. Yeah, so then we see Zach finds Cody on the boat, and he's like, hey, I want to apologize, I know that I ruined things, but look who it is, it's Dr. Spaulding. So Dr. Spaulding says, even though you can't have the internship you originally had, like, I know someone who might want you guys to, like, help them, it's called the Gemini Project. The Gemini Project! Yeah, it's on this deserted island. It's Gemini season. The only thing, like, we're doing studies on twins, blah blah blah, the only thing is that both of you have to go. I don't know why Cody gets so excited thinking that... <laughs> He, just one twin, would be able to go and do this. And so yeah, Cody is... disappointed. <laughs> yeah, Cody's immediately like, no, Zach can't come. He's gonna ruin everything again. And then they're like, that's your only option for Yale. And he's like, fine. Well, the thing is, they're like, they want you, like, Cody and Zach to be test subjects. They don't want Cody to be, like, a lab assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so Zack and Cody take a charter plane to the research facility, and they're greeted by Dr. Olsen. Uh, the campus is filled- I think it's funny that they named him Dr. Olsen, because twins. <laughs> okay. I made a note of that. Um, the campus is filled with twins who are all dressed alike, except for Zack and Cody. Yeah, they're all getting along, they're, like, doing things in sync, all this stuff, and Zack and Cody are still fighting the entire time. Um, Zack spots Nellie and her twin sister, Kelly- um, Dr. Olson explains that he wants to use Dr. Spalding's research to perfect communication between humans rather than dolphins. Um, and he basically explains, like, reading people's minds. Yeah. Um, and he's like, we would, if we can, like, understand each other, we can create a world free of conflict. Which, I don't know if it works that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does, but... <laughs> um, so he hooks, Dr. Olson hooks up Zach to a machine down in the lab... It's like, you're going to do a simple cognitive test. Oh my god, that is not a simple cognitive test. I had to do that whenever I I have epilepsy and I had to do these, like, cognitive tests one time. I It's a thing where a, a, it's a color. A yeah. Yeah, it's a color, and it's, like, red, but the, the red will be blue, and you have to say... So, like, the word is red, but the, but the letters are blue. Yeah, and you have to say what color the letters are, not what the word is. It's, it gets very confusing, so. Yeah, so he's like, every time Zach gets it wrong, Cody will administer a shock. Yeah. So Cody decides to just go willy-nilly on the shock machine and not even letting Zach have a chance. Yeah, and so that's whenever Zach's like, okay, fine, like, if this is gonna make us even, that's fine. And then Cody stops, he dramatically walks <laughs> over, and he's like, we will never be even, and walks away. Yeah, so Bailey is complaining to Woody in London again. Um, Woody tries to offer Cody the benefit of the doubt, but Bailey doesn't listen, and then London communicates with Krabs. Yeah. All these scenes with Bailey are so pointless. Yeah, it's just her complaining about Cody. Yeah, so Zach and Cody eat lunch with Kelly and Nellie and other twins. All the twins are getting along. They're being super nice to each other, and they're shocked that Zach and Cody don't get along. Yeah, they're like, they're like, don't you like having a twin? And Cody, <laughs> Cody's so fucking dramatic, he says, if by like, you mean a bottomless pit of constant, uh, no, yeah, a bottomless pit of constant burning of a thousand white hot suns, then yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, and <laughs> that's how he describes what it's like to have a twin. They keep talking about it, and they're like, isn't hurting each other, like, hurting yourselves? And they're like, no. And then they start, like, poking each other, like, flicking each other and doing all the stupid stuff. Just, like, There's a lot of scenes of this, too, which is pointless. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny, but it was not funny to me. Um, so we see that the waiters are, like, serving everyone this food that the dolphins were eating it, Yeah, it's a fruit. It's also the food that London ate. And Dr. Olson says that the fruit is critical to his research and tells them to eat it. And Zach and Cody find it delicious. Well, as they start eating it, they're, like, super happy out of nowhere. They're being, like, very cheery. But then, like, a few minutes later, they go back to their, like, arguing selves. So, uh, that night, Cody is sleeping, and he falls off of the top bunk, and whenever he falls, Zach also wakes up, and he's like, ow, you hit my arm. And Cody's like, no, I didn't hit your arm, like, whatever. He's like, okay, maybe I did, but, mm, are they feeling the same things? Oh my god. So, Cody, uh, the next day, Cody tries to call Bailey, but Dr. Olson takes his phone away. He says that there's no cell phones because the radiation can affect the equipment. The equipment. Dr. Olson says that today they're going to perform some sports and exercise tests, and Cody starts freaking out because he's not the athletic twin. But um, neither is Zach. Yeah, they, they always talk about how Zach is, like, athletic and, like, good. we've never seen Zach play sports. Well, yeah. And, and they never talk about, like, oh, like, Zach brought us to victory today. And he's no good in these scenes. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, Zach and Cody play doubles tennis against uh, these other twins. Um, Zach hits Cody in the head, which hurts Zach's head, too. Um, and Cody misses every shot. Uh, then they have to go on this rope course, and they're both struggling. Um, and that's when Cody points out, he's like, you know, you're, I'm feeling whatever you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like, physically. But then they brush right past that, and they start fighting while they're on the <laughs> zip line. They get stuck That's fighting. entire movie is just them, like, slapping each other. Yeah. Uh, so then again, Bailey is upset that Cody hasn't called now because his phone got taken away. Um, again, Woody tries to help her, and Bailey's like, he stopped calling because he thinks that I'm gonna call him. Yeah, she but... just, like, continues to play mind games with herself. Yeah. Uh, so Zach and Cody explain to Dr. Olsen that they're feeling each other's sensations. And Dr. Olsen's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And he brings them to the lab for the shock experiment again. So, but when, this time, Cody also gets shocked whenever Zach gets shocked. Yeah, and he gives them more fruit, and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, the fruit makes you telepathic. This is only stage one. And they're like, okay, what's stage two? And he says, empathy. And that's when Zach's like, hey, maybe I don't want to be a guinea pig. I think I'm going <laughs> to head out of here. And Cody's like, oh my god, Zach, you can't do this. You're ruining my life. And Zach goes to leave, but that's whenever Nellie approaches him. And he's like, she's like, hey, Well, before we this, talk? They, they have this big fight in the yard where they're fighting each other, but they're just hitting themselves. Yeah, I skipped over that because it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's whenever Nellie's like, hey, can we talk? So they go for a walk, and Nellie's basically just like, please don't leave. I'm cute, and you're here, so and stay. And she's like, well, wait, the merge will fix everything. Yeah, she said that her and Kelly used to fight all the time until the merge. So in the lab, Zach and Cody eat another piece of fruit, and back on the ship, Mr. Mosby has found the letter that Cody wrote that floated down onto another dock and gives it to Bailey. So Bailey reads the letter and she learns about the scholarship and realizes she was wrong. And at the end of the letter, Cody writes, please recycle this after reading. I agree. <laughs> yeah, they said one of Cody's biggest concerns is the environment. And I love that. Back in 2011, great. Yeah, well, like, because Zach is always like, well, I don't want to read Cody's thoughts, and Cody's like, I worry about the environment constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the so, next scene is them talking about their feelings, and they yeah, can... Yeah, well, Bailey tells Woody in London that she was wrong, and they all have to go to the bio reserve to get Cody and apologize. Yeah. Yeah, this, the next scene with Cody and Zach, they realize that they're feeling each other's emotions. Um, they also go into the fact that Cody had a hamster named Sigmund Freud. <laughs> And then he says something about, like, mommy issues. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, they're sort of just, like, realizing what each other was hoping for, the whole, like, the, this entire time. Zach says he realizes what it meant for Cody to get into Yale, and Cody feels Zach's sorrow for ruining his chance. Um, Zach, we learned, wanted to, he doesn't have any plans after graduation, and he kind of just wanted to hit the road and see what's out there for him. And the best way he could do that was with a car. Yeah, he wanted to drive the car around trying to, like, find something. Because everyone else, like, knew knew what they were doing. And this would most likely, what we know about Zach and Cody, this would most likely be his only chance at a car for himself. Yeah. Um, so then we see, so they're, they, like, kind of make up there. And then we see Dr. Olson thanking Nellie for getting Zach to say the whole time, like, Zach and Cody are eavesdropping on this conversation. And they're like, oh, it's a shame that Cody has to lose his brain for this procedure. And so Zach and Cody are like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, um, Nellie is like, oh, they're almost ready for the merge. And Zach is like, oh, I heard Nellie say something about a merge. Unfortunately, it wasn't what I hoped it would be. <laughs> well, yeah, he said that to her, too. He, she's like, the merge. And then he's like, oh, and he's like, like the merge? with Cody. <laughs> he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so Zach and Cody freak out, and Zach's like, we need to leave. And Cody's like, well, we need to save the others first. And Zach's like, ugh, you being a good person. <laughs> I would have just gotten out of there. It's a little too late for them. Sorry. Yeah, so they sneak into the lab, and they learn that during the merge, the twins merge into a single identity in two separate bodies, and they're able to be controlled by a single voice. Yeah, that's stage four. Um, so they're like, well, we should, what, what we shouldn't do is eat the fruit as Zach is stress eating fruit. He's, he's like, I impulse eat. And Cody's like, I know. <laughs> and that's where Dr. Olson finds them in the lab. But then we cut over to Bailey and crew showing up at Dr. Spaulding's. And he's like, Zach and Cody aren't here. Like, I have no idea where they are. I haven't seen them since I fired him. Yeah. And that's when London's like, well, the dolphin says that they're on this island. And he's like, why can you talk to the dolphin? So there's like a little thing about like, ever since I ate that fruit, I can like talk to all these animals. It's crazy. Um, and then she brings up like, oh, something about the Gemini project. And that's when Dr. Spaulding is like, ooh, they're in grave danger. Yeah, we need so to go save them. He tells Bailey to call Mr. Mosby and meet them there. Um, so Dr. Olson, back at the lab, has Zach and Cody captured. Um, they, like, begin reading each other's minds and try to escape, but then Dr. Olson activates the hive, mi hive mind, and all the twins change into their matching Gemini Project jumpsuits and begin, like, acting like robots trying to capture Zach and Cody. Uh, so Dr. Yeah, Dr. Olson tells the twins to get Zack and Cody, so the whole time they're like, get Zack and Cody. Yeah, there's like 15 minutes of them just repeating, get Zack and Cody over Yeah, and, and then over we get this again. whole, like, escape sequence that doesn't ever lead to anything. Like, they try to escape on a zipline over the lake, but then all the twin army, ro like, rows over, so they go to hide in an abandoned sawmill, and <laughs> Cody is like, if I die, tell Bailey that I respect her as a woman, and Zack goes... No. <laughs> he goes, okay. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, so, they end up jumping into the water, whatever body of water this is. It's like and a lake. And, like, again, we think that they're safe, but then the twins appear and Zach and Cody get trapped in the lab again. Yeah. And as the their brains are about to merge into one, Dr. Spaulding, Bailey, London, and Woody charge in. Um, so Dr. Spaulding's, Spaulding, Spaulding's like, Dr. Olsen, show them who you really are. So Dr. Olsen takes off his face mask. One thing I'd like to say is they had the actor who plays Dr. Olsen, like, mess with his face a lot first. <laughs> I think that was a nice touch, because every time he takes off the mask, it's very obvious that it's, like, not a good mask. Mm -hmm. So that was a nice touch. Good job, uh, Disney. Yeah. He takes off his face mask to reveal that he's Dr. Spaulding's evil twin. <gasps> Dr. Olsen was the Zack twin of their relationship and didn't want the other twins to feel the way he did, even though he never asked them. Well, he was also, like, he wasn't exactly like Zack because he was also very smart, but he got thrown out of the, like, Science Institute for being evil. Being evil. Yeah. Yeah, so he posed as a janitor at the bio-reserve to steal Dr. Spaulding's data he read Cody's paper on twi on twins and spied on them on the boat. And every time we see Dr. Olsen spying on them, he always takes off his mask. Just so like, it's really clear. Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as if it's not, like, glued down. Right. Um, he posed as Dr. Spaulding whenever he invited the twins to the Gemini Project. 
And then everyone just kind of watches as Dr. Olsen starts to merge well, the twins. there's, like, a force field protecting them. Yeah. Um, um so, Zack and Cody's... It's like their ghosty bodies. Souls, like, <laughs> leave their bodies as they're about to merge. But then they start fighting in the air because they're siblings. Yeah, well, Cody's like, we should merge into br- my brain. I'm the smart one. Yeah, they just, like, start fighting with each other. But it turns out the fighting is what's preventing the merge. Yeah, so Bailey's like, keep fighting, Cody, if you can hear me. Yeah, so they're still fighting, and, and Cody goes, I may not be interesting, but at least I have a car. And that sets Zack off yeah. to the point where the entire machine explodes, the twin army faints, and Zack and Cody's souls are placed back into their bodies. <laughs> Very gently. <laughs> um, Dr. Olsen says that they ruined all of his work, and now he's going to put all of them under mind control somehow. We don't really know how. Yeah, so he like, begins rebooting the machine, but Bailey, the girl from Kansas, is able to lasso him. And tie him up. <laughs> you crazy meddling kids. <laughs> um, um, and that's also when Zack and Cody give both of the twins fruit. Dr. Spaulding and Dr. Olsen. Yeah. So they eat the fruit and they're like, Dr. Spaulding, tell him how you really feel about your twin. And they're like, oh my god, you were jealous of me? I was jealous of you. Wow. I always thought you were smart. Wow. After I get out of prison, do you want to meet up <laughs> yeah. for lunch sometime? They're like, let's get lunch in 20 to life. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mosby arrives with the police, and, uh, Zach and Cody sort of make up at the end. Yeah, they're just like, we get a lot done when we work together. They, they really didn't learn anything. Yeah, okay, so then, okay, this is where I'm confused. How long have they been at Gemini Project? Because... Yeah, because Cody and Bailey end up spending the rest of spring break together doing all these activities. Also, how did Zach, because then, after that, they're like, oh, we had so much fun on spring break. Then we see Zach in the car, right? Where did the car come from? I don't know. They were in, they live in Boston. Wouldn't the car just be waiting for them to graduate? Maybe because dad travels the country. He met them in Northern California. Yeah, but what is he going to do with the car now? I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter because it got crushed by a freight. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. Ha ha. That's the end. Very funny. As I said, uh, this is definitely the worst of the TV show movie adaptation so far. And my yeah, opinion, it was worse than Wizards of Waverly. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Um, like I said, that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana a million times better than this. I did watch the Sweet Life on Deck finale, um, because I was curious after watching this movie. I remember the graduation stuff. Yeah, so it's their graduation from Seven Seas High. Uh, the SS Tipton is being sold and going to be like pulverized after graduation, so everyone starts packing up. Um, London, who's like almost thirty graduates high school. Yeah. Um, Maya, who was Zach's girlfriend toward the end of the series, played by Zoe Deutsch, a.k.a. Leah Thompson's daughter. Um, she is going to the Peace Corps and breaks up with Zach. Um, Mom and Dad are both there for graduation, so is Arwen. <laughs> um, Cody and Bailey were planning to go to Yale together, but Bailey gets in and Cody gets rejected. Um, at graduation, Bailey and Cody... Co- Cody, our co-valedictorian, during the ceremony, Mr. Tipton begins dismantling the ship, and Mr. Mosby calls, and he's like, um, excuse me, sir, like, your daughter is graduating high school, (laughs) and Mr. Tipton's like, uh, no, I gotta get this done, and normally Mr. Mosby would be like, anything you say, Mr. Tipton, but this is the last episode, so Mr. Mosby's like, um, no, we're gonna finish the ceremony, and the fake audience cheers for Mr. Mosby. Um, well, and throughout the show, that was kind of thing. Mr. Mosby had to be, like, London's father figure. Yeah, that's, a, that's a thing. Um, hold on, let me get through this first. 
Um, so whenever they're going, like, across the little, like, podium, uh, they announce people's names, they, like, go up and, like, get their diploma. <laughs> Zach takes the mic and he goes, goodbye seniors, goodbye class, high school, you can get, and then the teacher pushes him off the stage. Uh, Mr. Mosby proposes to Miss Tutwiler, the teacher. Um, yeah, and so that's when, after graduation, um, Mr. Mosby and London sort of say their final goodbye. London's like, well, you know, I'll call you if I, if I ever, if I ever have a problem. So she walks like two feet away. She calls him and she says, I have a problem. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. And uh, they don't like touch on it, but I think that's so, I think I really wish they would have more because yeah, Mr. Mosby was like essentially London's surrogate father throughout this entire series. Well, I think that they do a good job of, like, showing, not telling it. And I think that's kind of the thing. Like, if you get it, you get it. It's subtle. Well, and I think it's supposed to be so it's not, like, little kids being really sad. Right. it's like, (laughs) that's her dad? Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, well, Mr. Tipton was, like, absent basically the entire time London was there. He, like, never made it to, like, any special events for London. And if he did, we never, he was always surrounded by security guards. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so then Mr. Mosby says goodbye to Zach and Cody, and Zach and Cody, they never, like, say what their plans are, which I kind of like, that, um, like, things that they were, like, Zach was gonna try and have a long-distance relationship with Maya, but she broke up with him, and again, Cody's gonna go to Yale, but he can't, because he didn't get in, but they, they weren't like, okay, I'm gonna do this now, they just kind of, like, leave it up to whatever, and so whenever they say goodbye to Mr. Mosby, they're like, well, where, where are you and the missus headed? And Mr. Mosby's like... And they're like, oh, you don't want to tell us, but we'll find you, Mr. Mosby. <laughs> we'll find you. <laughs> um, and then Zach and Cody just kind of, like, say or walk off the ship together. And that's the end. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mosby is kind of like Zach and Cody's Feeny. Yeah. <laughs> He's never their actual teacher, per se, but they are his annoyances that he, he learns He definitely love. cares for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Feeny always acts like he hates the kids until they get much older. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mosby. <laughs> Great. Great guy. Um, yeah, like I said, this, if this were a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody movie, this would have been a lot better than when it was The Sweet Life on Deck. Like, right. I can't tell you what it would have been, but it would have been better. I feel like The Sweet Life on Deck was very lazy- and that, well, like, they were able, they, like, made it for themselves. They, like, cause they were on a cruise ship. So, like, oh, like, where in the world can they go now? What can we make a Yeah, so much of? hot hijinks can happen. Right. But, like, oh, we're gonna go topple a monarchy in this country. Well, and it was also at the time where, like, Disney Channel was so popular that they didn't have to do anything. Right. They didn't have to try hard anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we can pay cheap people to do this and kids will still watch it. Yeah. So. The downfall of Disney Channel. Mm. We watched it happen before our very eyes. We watched it rise. And we watched fall. it fall. Yeah, we literally did. <laughs> you either live to become your own hero or watch your hero become the villain. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's close enough, everyone. Do you know what it's from? Batman. Yeah. <laughs> So how did you rate and rank this? <laughs> if this weren't the sweet life, <laughs> I would have given this a one out of five. Yeah. But because that these are characters that I know when I've like watched their character development and mm-hmm. I like know the dynamic between Zach and Cody and I know more than just 
like their lives besides Bailey being upset on the deck. Yeah. I gave it a two and a half out of five. Because I did enjoy Dylan and Cole. I liked their one-liners, like I said. I laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put it at number 57, below You Wish, and above Read It and Weep. Yeah, I did my rank rating, like, totally based off the other movies. Like, would I watch this over other stuff? Mm-hmm. So I gave this a two out of five. I put it at number 79. Twitches 2 is above it, and Hatching Pete is below it. So, not great. I would not elect to watch this again. <laughs> I would go back and watch The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think that there is a single episode of The Sweet Life on Deck that I would, like, go and watch again. I can't think I of would... any that, like, stick out that I'm like, oh, yeah, that was oh, really I, good. There's one that sticks out in my mind. <laughs> It's the one where Cody writes a play based on his breakup with Bailey in Paris, and whenever Bailey realizes that the play is about their breakup, she drops out, so Cody has to play Bailey, and Zach has to play Cody. I remember that. And it's that. from Cody's point of view, so he's, dre- he's like, in a dress and stuff, which, like, isn't funny about it, but it's the way that he plays Bailey, where he's like, hey, my beloved, I- <laughs> turns to the audience and he's like but wait i'm gonna go shake my bonbons for all of paris i i do remember that episode i see i think that that reminded me of the sweet life of zach and cody like whenever he enters the pageant that's tyresha yeah it's good yeah. Zach and like dylan and cole sprouse are very talented well especially as kids because whenever zach right. and cody started that they were young yeah and like they were still like really like they're like there's like children's shows where you can watch where you're like oh these kids are not good yeah <laughs> well and it's a funny show so they're able to be funny right because they are funny so <laughs> i always feel so conflicted because i find like child actors who are like so good at what they do like so interesting because they're so young but then I'm also like the industry abuses kids it's so tragic yeah (laughs) if you want to learn more about that check out Allison Stoner she has a whole foundation for that it's very cool so uh next week we're watching Lemonade Mouth but it might be um like a week or two late we don't really know I'm going out of town and Kelly is not here for the week yeah so so it's probably not gonna be for another two weeks yeah sorry guys we have a bunch of episodes. We're at, this is episode 93. Just go back and listen to some ones you might have missed. I would recommend <laughs> Motocrossed or um, any of the Halloween Towns. Those are pretty good, yeah. Halloween Town High, that one was particularly one, yeah. good, I think. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a recent one that we did that I was like, oh yeah, that was good. I think High School Musical 3 was pretty enjoyable. Not the movie, but our, our commentary <laughs> our com- on it. We did really good. We're hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I was also going to say this time, if anyone's still listening, follow us on Instagram if you don't already. <laughs> yeah, we, we only, we don't have a lot of followers. <laughs> Interact! Talk to me! Elizabeth does a lot of work. It's funny. Her posts I are do. funny. Thank you. Read them. <laughs> okay. okay, bye! Bye! <laughs>